Hello and welcome to Joe Boyd's A to Z as we reach the letter C. The melody you hear is called Cuba Linda, Beautiful Cuba, a song written by a Cuban exile and often sung by Cubans living in exile in America, nostalgic for the homeland. Performing it is a man who for decades lived outside of Cuba. The recording was made on the occasion of his first return to the island after many, many years away. The great Cuban pianist Alfredo Rodriguez, a man who spent most of his career in New York and Paris. In 1995, I asked him to join the all-star big band Cubanismo, which trumpeter Jesus Alemany and I were assembling in Havana. A year after that recording, Alfredo and I returned to make his solo album, of which Cuba Linda is the title song. Making that first Cubanismo album was a fantastic experience. The level of musicianship, the excitement in the studio, really one of the peak moments for me as a producer. Naively, I thought we might be able to sell it to Latinos, Cubans in particular, in America. But Latin radio is completely under the thumb of Cuban exiles, and they would never agree to play a so-called communist record recorded in Havana. But... It turned out that hip anglophones liked it, and it took off with very little savvy marketing at all. We sold about 150,000 that first year. That was the year before Buena Vista Social Club. And of course, when that came out, <laughs> that kind of swamped us, selling about 10 million. One of the high points of that record is Alfredo Rodriguez's piano solos. Here's one of them. during the recording of that record, I joined Alfredo for breakfast in the Hotel Inglaterra, which is located on one of those classic Havana colonnaded streets. He told me that he found it 
very difficult to believe that he was staying here in this hotel. He'd grown up about three blocks from the hotel and used to walk past it every morning on his way to school. In those days, the 40s, there was a uniformed doorman and a red carpet extending out from the front door. Whenever the doorman saw Alfredo coming, he shooed him to the other side of the street. Black feet were not allowed to set foot on that red carpet. Alfredo also told me about the time Arthur Rubinstein was on tour in Cuba and came to his school and heard him perform, complimented his technique, and invited him to come to the concert that night. He wrote out a note and signed it, saying, give this to the man at the entrance to the stage door. That night, Alfredo, all scrubbed up with a tie and a freshly pressed white shirt, turned up at the stage door. The guard there looked at the note, looked at Alfredo, and tore it into little pieces and told him to get out. Since then, I've done a lot of reading. I'm writing a book on the world music phenomenon, and I've read a lot about Cuba that confirms what Alfredo was telling me. Cuba, before the revolution, was so racist. It was as bad or worse than the southern United States. And I realized that all those Cuban exiles were so angry at the revolution and Fidel Castro. They say they're angry about the confiscation of property and businesses, and I'm sure they are. But I came to realize that what they're really most angry about is the fact that the niece they left behind is dating a black guy. Revolutionary Cuba hasn't achieved racial equality, but it's made huge strides in that direction. And you do see an awful lot of interracial couples on the streets of Havana. And I love how Alfredo arranged this favorite of Cuban exiles in pure Afro-Cuban style. I wish there was a happier ending to this story. Alfredo's album sank pretty much without trace. Buena Vista's producers Nick Gold and Rye Cooter found their own piano player, Ruben Gonzalez, and made a record that sold many, many times more than Alfredo's. Gonzalez's style is a bit less flamboyant than Alfredo's, but he's still a wonderful piano player. And he has a couple of tracks that start with the letter C. Notice the sound? Same studio, same engineer. The great Jerry Boys. And same piano. That piano was such a headache for Nick and Rye and for me during the records we made at A. Grimm in those years. The Cubans were completely befuddled as to why we wanted to work in the old, big studio upstairs at Agram. 
No one used it. There were no isolation booths, no little dead spaces to record in the modern fashion. All those records, Cubanismo, Alfredo, Buena Vista, Ruben Gonzalez, were made live in the studio. Havana's hot. Egram put in a Soviet air conditioner in the 60s. Huge thing. Very, very powerful. But it's so loud that you can't use it while you're recording. When you turn it on, the temperature plummets. When you turn it off, the temperature soars, which is not good for piano tunings. Nick Gold and I both had to pay an old piano tuner to sit there with his wife during all the sessions, waiting for that moment. Just when the musicians would start to get the hang of a song, be ready to record, the pianist would say, whoops, it's going out of tune. And then we'd have to break for 20 minutes or 30 minutes while he retuned the piano. But the piano tuner loved it. He was a fan of the old school. Sat there grinning every minute of every session. Alfredo died in Paris in 2005, leaving behind many great recordings, of which his version of Cuba Linda remains one of my favorites. Look out next week on Joe Boyd's A to Z. It's D-Day.